Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mesilas Sharm in English. We are in the middle of chapter 19, talking about the elements of a chassid. And we are up to, we said that there's uh, three main uh, three main categories of the component of a chassid, and that's just said how he does the action itself, how he does the action, and the intent behind the action. We're up to how he does the action. We said in how he does the action, I know it's a little confusing, uh, where the how how the action is done it's split also into love and fear and um, I think right have uh, a yeah love and fear and we are up to we discussed we're on the component of fearing Hashem which we also had subcomponents of submissiveness bashfulness uh, and um, uh, what's all other things submissiveness bashfulness and honor, honor to the mitzvahs. So uh, I highly recommend going in order because there's a flow here. And we're up to now the part of where, how the chassid honors God's mitzvahs. Regarding the honoring and esteem that must be accorded to a mitzvah, our sages of blessed memory have already explained to us. It says very clearly, it says in Hebrew, this is my God and I shall glorify him and I shall beautify him. It should be understood to mean I shall beautify myself before him to fulfilling the mitzvahs in a beautiful way. So what does that mean? For example, I will wear beautiful tzitzis. I will have beautiful tefillin. I will write a beautiful sefer Torah. I will shake a beautiful lulavan esrog. Because... It says very clearly, when one beautifies a mitzvah, you should spend up to a third more than what you normally spend. And that, by the way, is a mitzvah. That we're required to do. But Chazal say, up to one third, listen to this, this is a beautiful thing. Up to one third, it comes out of your own pocket. That's on you. From here onward, if someone spends more than a third, the balance comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And he pays you back somehow. Somehow it works. If you are doing something and you have to, you have to uh, really think about how to do this, but if you spend more than a third of what you normally spend to beautify a mitzvah, to make it beautiful, that comes out of God's cheshbin. Just like Shabbos, any penny you spend in honor of Shabbos, it comes out of God's cheshbin. And I can just tell you, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, own personal experiences and I dedicate something for Shabbos and I spend extra money on it. Somehow it, it doesn't really affect my bank. It just, you know, uh, it, it somehow comes. Sometimes we, we buy something oh, in honor of Shabbos and it's a little bit pricey, but we do it. It doesn't affect the bank. And the same thing here, the Mechal says, when a chassid does something, but anyways, you don't have to be a chassid to do this. If you have a particular mitzvah that you're connected to, I take Shabbos easy because I happen to love food. So if I buy something very, very nice that I wouldn't normally buy during the week or during the week, I think that's very special. And has to come out of your, uh, you have to have it just for Shabbos, then it will, uh, you know, dedicate, uh, it, it, it comes out of God's pocket. But this chassid really, when he does the mitzvah, he really spends more than a third, and he makes it so beautiful. And behold, you know, now there's some who argue that spending money to beautify mitzvah is a waste of resources. They might say, you know, they're going to argue, so he's going to play that out. Now, behold, Chazal of blessed memory clearly expressed very clearly their opinion the performance of a mitzvah alone is not sufficient. Rather, you have to honor it and beautify it. 
And it says very clearly, because it, 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 Chazal told us, they gave us clear instructions, you can't just do a mitzvah plain. It, it's not respectful. It just, you know, it, it, it doesn't show that you care about the mitzvah if you just do it as is. I'm trying to give an example again. You know, I like to give this example of, you know, if you're, if you're, if someone who you respect and love, if your wife asks you for a cup of coffee, you're not going to just like, all right, I'm going to get her a cup of coffee. You know what? Whatever it is. If it's instant, I'm going to, I may not mix it. I'll put it in a styrofoam cup or, you know, you'll do it haphazardly. At the end of the day, she got her coffee. It's, you understand, I hope I'm making it very clear. It's just not respectful. Chazal said you have to beautify the mitzvahs. You have to honor them. And sometimes you might do it. And, and FYI, the only reason why many people don't honor the mitzvah is because we want to, it just, it's because they're so hard. You just want to just get over with it. Let's just do it. And then want to just make it easier and do it. Let's, let's just do it. But it's not the correct approach. And they may say to themselves, and they and they justify it. Honor. Who cares? Why would God care if I honor his mitzvahs? Honor and the values are for people that are care about it, that care about honor. Like, like my wife would care how I serve the coffee. Why would God care? He doesn't need my honor. He doesn't care about that. He is elevated. He's above everything. He's more lofty than anyone in the world. And once the mitzvah has been done, and I did it how I was supposed to do it without, you know, uh, w- without any uh, deviation. I just did it blah and blandly. That's enough. God doesn't need anything else. He's the great supreme being. It's a very, very good argument if you really think about it. What does God need my mitzvah for in a sense? He gave me something to do. He commanded me to do it. What does he? Well, he doesn't need me to honor. He doesn't need to show, show uh, you know, he doesn't value those things. You know, my wife, the reason why if she I asked if she asked for a cup of coffee, I'll make it perfect and beautiful is because if it tastes very good, she'll say, Wow, thank you so much. She'll appreciate it. Thank you for serving it on such a nice dish and, and or, or 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 something like that. But God doesn't care about those things. So however, don't think like that. The truth is Hakarish Baruch was called Kale Hakova, God of glory. And we are obligated to honor him, even though you're right, he doesn't need our honor. And, and our honor is, is really not important, significant to him. But at the end of the day, we have to honor him. We have to show honor. It's very important. He's our God, and we're required to show him honor. And consequently, one who limits himself in this area, in a situation where he could have done more to beautify it, he has an Aveir on his hand. He sinned. If he could have had an opportunity to make the mitzvah more presentable, and he just did it haphazardly, that's not okay. And this is what the prophet said about Malachi. Malachi criticized Klaisrol, repeating what the word of a Kaddish Baruch Hu told him and said, when you present a blind man, a bl- I'm sorry, when you present a blind animal for a sacrifice, how can you think there's nothing wrong? And when you present a lame or sick animal, how can you think there's something wrong? Klaisrol at that time was serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu. They were bringing karbanas, but inferior. You know, you have to imagine if you think about it, cows were, you know, cattle. If you want to go into good, good business in times of Mashiach, if you hold it's going to be Karbonus, uh, which I think there will be, invest in the cattle stock. Make some good money. You know, you have to imagine back then, cattle, stock, animals, that was a, a, that was a expensive. It must have been thousands of dollars or even hundreds of dollars 
I don't know, but it was a big expense. And they, they, they probably figure, God's not eating it anyways. Why do I need to give a, a, my best animal? Let me give a, something that I wouldn't eat because it's not getting eaten anyways. That was the, imagine that's what the thought process is. And, and Malachi was saying, no, you can't give that as a carbon. You can't give a, 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 an animal that's blind or an animal that has uh, animals sick. You can't serve that to God as a carbon. Would you serve it to your governor? Would you serve it to your mayor? Would you serve it to your king? Indeed. So that's the point. You can't do that. Indeed, our sages of blessed memory have already explained to us how to conduct ourselves. And they said just the opposite. And regarding sukkah, right, it says, and they, they talked about water that was left uncovered. Water left that was left uncovered. We're worried that maybe there'll be venom inside and a snake would poison it. And therefore, you uh, need to strain it. So therefore, if you strain it and you sift it a few times, a man can eat it. However, when you, uh, if, if this water was to be used for Kaddish Baruch Hu, you cannot, if it was used for Nisach HaMayim, Nisach HaMayim, which is what we did on Sukkot, then um, we would not, uh, they would not even sift it. Any water that was left out is not, uh, was not good for the base of Megdash. And the reason is, that uh, you say, would you serve this to, how could you serve this to a Kaddish Baruch Hu? Again, it has to be the choiciest, the best. Rav Yechenia said it's the same thing. Would you present this water to your governor? You know, may, may have snake poison inside. Well, I filtered it. I filtered it so many times. No. So you more and more you see that you have to give the choiciest, you know, and he gives another example of, um, of uh, Cain and Hevel, you know, the famous story of Cain and Hevel, when they gave, they served their, their, their you know, the, the children of Adam Rishon, what happened was that um, Hevel brought his offering from the firstborn of a sheep, and the nice and the choicest of them, while Cain, he brought inferior fruit. You know, he said, what do I, what, God's not eating it. He had that thought process. And which carbon did a Kaddish Baruch do go through? Go to Hevel's, because again, it tells us that we need to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. We need to do at least up to a third. We need to beautify the mitzvahs. We need to value them. We need to show how important they are to us. You have to try and take one mitzvah. I'm telling you, you'll see if you take, you know, there's so many mitzvahs. You take one mitzvah and try to honor it and respect it and make it better and try to improve it. It changes the mitzvah itself. Like I said, Shabbos is such an easy thing. Find one thing for Shabbos. Say, this is a covered Shabbos Kodesh. I'm saving it for Shabbos. I'm saving it for Shabbos. Anyways, all right, we'll continue the next podcast. He, he's going to talk more and more about honoring the mitzvahs and, and how this chassid wants to do it. But remember, also, it, it, it comes from a love. That's really where, where, where it stems from. Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll continue the next podcast.